Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Booster Boutique Podcast. I'm Emily Benson, your host and best friend on this journey through boutique land. I want to be your best friend right now and tell you that credit cards are not here to hurt you. Credit cards are not here to give you shame. And credit cards are something that are a tool and can be seen as good, but we have to be responsible about them. And the first thing that we need to talk about is that we are allowed to talk about money. We are allowed to understand our money. I know that you can understand your money. And honestly, like I am just at this point where I want to teach you so badly how to manage your finances, how to manage what's going on in your business, that it's, I have to keep talking about it. My number one episode right now is my let's talk about debt baby episode has three times the listens than any other of my episodes. So clearly either the ones who need it are listening to it over and over and over, or you guys are sharing it with your friends. You guys are listening to it a lot. And I want to continue that conversation. I want to continue the conversation we were, we were having in the three-part series about finances and metrics and reporting. And I really want to kind of hunker down on this whole idea of credit cards because I posted something the other day and the graphic said, hide your credit cards. And man, I got some responses. I don't think I've posted something that's gone quite as viral as that post. And so this is a topic we need to talk about. So I'm doing this podcast live from my hotel room from WWD Magic. And it's been a long day. Spent all day shopping with one of my one-on-one clients. It was fantastic. And I was so proud of her because she's she's grown her business just so much. And it was really cool because the past month we've been working on looking at her 2018 numbers and then projecting her 2019 numbers. And it was so cool because I literally, as we were traveling here yesterday, I was like, hey, send me your Jan numbers, your sales numbers, let's compare them to the projection and let's adjust what we need to do based on how you started the month off selling. And because last year is never going to look exactly like this year, we can use it to inform what's going on, but things are always changing in your business. That's why it's really can be difficult to write a business plan or can be difficult to project month over month, but there are really accurate tools we can use to actually give ourselves a better game plan as we move forward. After a year or two in business, you should be using your sales history to project what you need for the next year, the next month even, right? Like we, we've been talking about quarters with her because months 
feel like really short. So we've been saying, okay, what are your quarterly goals? Things like that. So anyway, my point in saying that it was like so fun to go shopping because like we had a solid plan and we knew after we found a bunch of bottoms, it was like, whoa, we got to go find more tops. We know that that's selling three times as much as bottoms, like blah, blah, blah. And so it was just really fun to work with someone who we knew what was going on in her business. We knew where we were going with it and then matched the buys and shopping to this financial plan. And so it was just really magical. And so I want you guys to realize that that's possible for you too. And as you continue in your business, you are so much more well-informed every single month about what's going on. And what I'm finding is that this whole credit card thing, this topic is partially, I think one lives in this space of like, well, I'm in a tough spot with my credit card because I don't necessarily know what's going on financially in my business. So I use my credit card or it's like a situation where I have to either put down a big chunk of money moving forward for this order that I have coming in. Like, uh, you know, there's some boutiques that you guys listen and you're like, I need to pre-order things or I need to pay for a huge chunk at a time. So I use a credit card to do that. There's also some of you who are using your credit card because you're like, well, I need to get some new items. That's a whole nother topic. So I want to deep dive a little bit more into the credit card conversation here because I want it to just all be out on the table. Like I've been listening to uh, Get Rich Lucky Bitch by Denise Stuffield Thomas. That's the real name of it. (laughs) It's a book and she's a money coach. And I love listening to her because I always come up with these new things that are like, whoa, forgot about that. Or, whoa, I didn't realize that was a block. And so the interesting part about what she said when I was listening last night is she said that women are not raised to feel comfortable around money. We're raised to sort of avoid it. We're, we're not supposed to be the ones to deal with money. So we think we don't get it. We think we can't handle it. And that's just not true <laughs> at all. And if you're an accountant and you're listening, you're like, I don't believe that, you know, but who knows, maybe you are delegating parts of your business or other things to other people or, you know, someone else in your life. And so anyway, here's the thing. You can be really good at dealing with your finances. You can be really good at dealing with your buys and your sales. And I know this because I did not go to school for accounting or business or anything related to running a business. Okay. I went to school for art. I have, I have a bachelor of fine arts in surface pattern design. Yes, that's a thing. My degree is literally in creating fabrics and prints for fabrics for apparel and home, home decor. Okay. Like that's what I went to school for. So I painted, I designed, we would lay the print out on a, I specialized in apparel. So I did dresses and pant sets and scarves and things like that. But when I left school, I was so determined to figure out how to run a business that I went and worked for corporate retailers. That's my background. Okay. So for me, I went into this fashion retail world, literally starting from scratch. And if I can learn how to do retail math, anyone can. Okay. We are all smart women. We are all capable women. And what I will tell you is that retail math, like What I taught you in the last couple episodes about retail math 
that's really all you need to know. Like there's very few metrics that you really need to know to understand your business. Sure, we can go deeper and look at this, that, the other. But what I gave you is so juicy. And if even if you just start implementing that stuff in your business, you're going to see a difference. I talked to a woman today who's in my six-figure boutique blueprint and she came over to say hi at the show and she's like, oh my gosh, like, I'm just so excited. Like, I'm looking at maybe moving into a brick and mortar. They wanted a business plan for me. And actually, as part of the course, one of the bonuses is my ultimate boutique handbook business planning workbook, longest name ever. But it's basically a business planning workbook that I sell that goes along with my book chapter by chapter that helps you, the the intention behind it was really to help you write a business plan. So you take the theories and the practice from the book and you actually write out what your plan is in this workbook. Okay. So I was like, Hey, I was like, go back to the workbook. So she said she, in three days, she wrote a business plan with that help plus those podcast episodes. And she realized like she really dug into her financials and her business and she was feeling so much more confident. She was really able to see the bigger picture in her business. And I just like, made me so happy. Like, I just really feel like when you know your numbers, you can be more empowered. You can understand your business at a deeper level. It's not about likes, shares, and follows, guys. It's not about doing giveaways. It's not about finding more people. Like, it's about understanding the cash in your business, about understanding this flow of how money comes in and how it goes out. And this is where the topic of credit cards come in because I think that credit cards can either catapult the money in and money out, or it can cut your leg off. It can really hurt. And I think a lot of this is due to some programming that probably a lot of us have from childhood, whatever, maybe college. You know, people have trauma around credit cards, whether it's from them, their parents, whatever. That's a real thing, okay? And people also feel like credit cards are different than a bank loan. And that's something I want to talk about because I think that there's this different mindset, loans versus a credit card. It's like, well, a credit card is just some no-name thing. It's this piece of plastic. Here, we just swipe it. It's sort of like akin to like our debit card. So, you know, it's just all kind of play money, right? Like, I don't know. I just feel like at a certain point, it's like, oh, just use a credit card. Not a big deal. But when we have a loan or we've taken, you know, maybe money from a family member or something like that, it feels like heavier. It feels like, whoa, we have to be more responsible about that. You know, I feel like people in general use credit cards really lightly and maybe that's not you and that's okay, but that's just my general sense. It it feels like, you know, when you take out a loan from a bank, it just feels more formal. It's, you know, know, there's some shift in the mindset about this. And maybe you can tap into this with me where it's like, you know, that money from that bank just feels a little bit bigger or, the credit card, or I even say, you know, I've been hearing a lot of people taking out like a PayPal credit line or Shopify loan, things like that. That's not a bad thing. You know, I do think that the, that could be a good thing for your business, but I also really believe in sort of trying to run your business as debt free as possible. You know, a lot of people will say to you, Oh, well, all businesses run on debt. I've said that like all businesses, I said that in a podcast, right? So I'm going to tell you right now, sometimes they say contradictory things. A, it's because it's to make you think. And B, it's because not everyone's in the same situation and not everyone has the same mindset, right? So when on one hand, when I say, okay, every business has debt, like in my debt podcast, 
that's also to just lift the burden off of you. Because I really feel like there's so much shame around having debt. And when you have shame or any sort of negative feelings towards money, towards anything, right? You have negative feelings towards your crappy cousin who's like mean. Like, you don't want to hang out near them. <laughs> you want to go to the family party that they're at, you know? And it's the same thing with money. It's like when you don't feel good about it, when you feel ashamed of it, or when you feel nervous about it, or you worry, any of that stuff, it's just putting this like low vibe, negative fog around it. And when you feel bad about money, you also are blocking yourself from making money. So like you're blocking sales. And so a lot of what I wanted to talk about in that debt podcast was really like lifting some of the shame and saying like, hey, it's okay if you have debt. Let's not feel ashamed. And again, I want to say that about credit cards. Please don't feel ashamed. You know, when I posted about, if you haven't seen this post, let me back up. If you haven't seen this post, you can head to either my Facebook business page or my Instagram profile. Both are stylish and successful. Okay, just use the search bar. Also, feel free to follow and like my pages. I would love that. But I posted this on Sunday. The graphic says hide your credit cards, which is like obviously attention seeking. Like, yes, I was seeking your attention because I want to get your attention. And my post was all about how credit cards can really hurt your business if you don't use them in a way that brings you joy, that, that moves you forward. And a lot of people that commented said like, Hey, Emily, I have cash in the bank. When I use my credit card, I want to get the points. I pay it off. It's not a big deal. But I've also heard of the situation where people are like, Oh, I put my whole month's, you know, new orders on a credit card. And then I chase my tail to make the sales to pay it off. When we get really stuck in this idea of like, okay, I'm going to buy my inventory, then I'm going to pay it off. Then I'm going to buy it on a credit card and pay it off. This is just a scarcity cycle. It's like we're living paycheck to paycheck. And maybe if in your corporate life or in some other job life, you know, you are living paycheck to paycheck or you are, had that in your past, your parents had that in your past. This is the same cycle. It's that same paycheck to paycheck. And honestly, I just see it cause people so much stress. And for me, I don't want you to be stressed in your boutique. I want you to feel joy. I want you to feel excited. And so my advice in this post was to quit your credit card. Like, just try to quit it. And so I got a lot of feedback from some people who were like, well, how do I quit it? You know, I don't, I just, I feel like I have, you know, I have so much money on the credit card. What do I even do? Well, a couple of thoughts for you. Okay. So number one is absolutely try to stop using the credit card. So hide it, like don't use it. And then start to pay for new inventory in cash while at the same time paying off your monthly bill for your credit card. You don't need to pay it all the way down, right? Like this is the thing is, again, like people are like, oh, I need to put it all the way off. Like, yes, you do. And I get the APR and, but like you also just, you need cash in your business. You know, one of the things my dad was so smart when we took out loans, I took out loans, I shouldn't say we, I took out loans to start the fashion truck because it was an investment to buy a truck, but we put them on a five-year payback schedule. So it would allow cash to be open in my business. When I made money, I wasn't having to make these massive payments. Like I think my monthly payments for my loans were 
about $650 a month. Easy, easy, you know? I could do one truck party and pay that off, like no big deal, you know? And so that's where I was so grateful that my dad set that up. And when you really think about it, it's like, oh, well, that's why a mortgage is 30 years. Like you don't, they don't want you paying $10,000 a month for 20 months to pay it off or whatever, right? So, so think about that. Like think about the idea that what if for a little while you were able to just start buying inventory in cash, pay some credit card down over time, and work it so that everything was sort of like paid for by that cash you were bringing in. It would encourage you, number one, to sell, right? And tell you like hustle a little bit more, sell some more. And I also think it will make you a little bit more choosy in what you purchase. Because when like your money is really on the line, <laughs> I do think it like sort of makes you more thoughtful, makes you have it be like a hell yes or a no, you know? And so as you're paying that credit card down, I want you, I want to also tell you as you're paying that credit card down, you know, one of the things that you should do is write it down, write down the plan. How much are you going to pay per month to get that, that payment down, get that bill down? And you can do this with anything, but write it down. When we write down our goals, we're like three times more likely to have the goal actually happen. I don't know, maybe that I'm making that up, but I know that it's a hundred, like, it's just a lot better to write your goals down. Okay. And, and then follow it, you know, follow that payoff schedule. Even if you feel like it's a little bit sticky that month, like follow it, pay it, pay it, like start to pay it off, pay it off in small chunks. Because here's the thing. If you keep paying it off in the, the big amount, and then you're left with nothing cash wise, like in your bank account, you're forced to go back to the credit card. This is the cycle I'm talking about, okay? It's like, oh, we bought all this, we bought $5,000 on our credit card. We sold $7,000 in our boutique that month. We put $5,000 back, you know, paid off our credit card bill. So we're left with $2,000, but that $2,000 has to go to pay for, you know, shipping or our overhead, our tickets, our employee, our Shopify bill, you know, $2,000 can get eaten away pretty quickly if you have like a, well, you know, a boutique, like, especially if you have a brick and mortar that gets eaten away really quickly, right? Because your rent is probably a big chunk of that. So we, we have to just be really careful because that cycle, you know, what happens, and again, this is what someone talked about uh, in the comments on this post is they said, well, Emily, I feel like in the months where we are, have fabulous sales, like it's no big deal. Like, well, duh, we can pay it off and we have a big chunk left over. What happens though is like, let's say you go back, you pay the credit card off the $5,000 and then you spend another $5,000 for the next month. So $5,000 is back on that credit card. But what if, and, and really the $2,000 is gone, mostly because you had stuff to pay for. And so what if the next month you only sell $3,000, $4,000? well, you might need more inventory or you might need more. You, you don't need more inventory technically. That's what I'll tell you. Number one is you shouldn't really be buying more inventory, but then you're like, well, I can't pay that bill off. 
that's, I feel like where the shame kind of comes in. And again, maybe I'm like expounding on this shame idea too much, but I do feel like it brings people's vibe down when they have that credit card bill. Like there's so many women I've heard from, they're just like, Oh, I feel so bad. I feel so awful. Like I can't pay my full credit card bill this month. And I'm like, pay the minimum balance, like pay something, pay half of it, pay a third of it. Like, you know, even if you have to pay the minimum balance and you have some interest on it, I know it's not the best situation, but to have some cash available in your business, you have to sort of pick your battles at some point as a business owner, right? And so what I will tell you, and again, asterisk to all of this, I'm not a financial planner. I'm not an accountant. I think I established earlier, I did not go to school for business, but I have been in business for eight years now, okay? And I was terrified of credit cards when I had my business. I still kind of am. I'm not really, but kind of. I don't, I really have one credit card. Like it has a super low, super low balance. I use it for like Netflix. I literally am just using it to like build more credit because I was so scared of credit cards. I didn't really do a good job like building my credit history. And so, you know, as an adult, like I want to do that. So I got a credit card and I just pay it off every month and I, you know, I build my credit. But, you know, part of my terror also forced me to be super like crazy about the cash in my business and not overspend and not, you know, sign myself up for things that felt like too much. And so it's okay as you're building your business to be kind of slim on, you know, maybe you don't order the fancy tickets, you know, for your your merchandise. Maybe you don't get the branded packaging right away. You know, maybe you build into that. There are certain things where you can add that over time. And I, I have told this story before, but I, when I first got my first truck, I just literally had enough money to put like the logo on it. Like I had a big sticker of my logo. I had some decals that had like my website and said like a chic women's mobile boutique. And that's it. Like, it cost me like $1,200. It was terrifying to even spend that money. That included installation. But that was it. I was like, my name is on my truck. I don't care. I did not get like a full wrap for three grand. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm going to start small because I got. I have to prove to myself that this is going to work. I have to prove that this concept is going to work in this area. I have to prove that I am I'm really going to like this and I'm going to thrive at this. And then down the road, I can always make improvements. And when I crashed my truck in 2012 and had to rebuild. I got the chance to do that. And I had so much more cash to do it at that point. And so I built my business. I was like, you know what, let's get the $2,500 cool wrap with my custom print and let's make it really jazzed out. Like, yeah, why not? You know, I had the money. I had the proof of concept. I was like doing 245 events a year, you know, like I was really crushing it. And so this is where I feel like part of the credit card gives you sort of this false sense of like, well, I can spend all this money. You know, well, it's there. It's money, you know. And so just start to think about how can I use my credit card in a way that feels smart or get off the credit card or only use it to get the points, right? What is your goal with the credit card? And let's use it in a way where we feel empowered to use it, where we feel excited to use it and we don't feel like, well, I really, I, it's my only option. If it's your only option, then you need to sell more of what you have. You need to e check your margins. They probably need to be higher because somewhere in the fold, you're not making enough money to 
buy more inventory. Something's off, okay? And you're not using it in a way that is is propelling your business. You're using it in a way that is like, well, this is how I can survive. And when you use a tool, any tool, to be like, well, this is how I'm going to survive, it doesn't always end well. Because I don't know about you, I'm not here to survive. I'm here to kick butt. And I'm here to grow my wealth, grow, become rich. Like this new rich retailer movement that I'm like building with this retreat and, you know, really focusing on how do we build more rich retailers? And yeah, that does include feeling good about your business, spirit, life, business, right? But truly like boutiques, having a boutique can make you wealthy. It can when the math is right. Can't just be winging it. It's <laughs> not how this works. Okay. So the credit card conversation really is a cash flow conversation. It's about managing your cash flow, understanding your projections, not relying on the credit card to always pay for inventory, especially in those slower months. And really, here's the thing is if you are in a situation where you have money on a credit card, you need to do some mindset work around how you're feeling about it. If you're feeling bad about it, if you're feeling like it's overwhelming, it's too much. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I got myself here. You have to start to release those feelings. You have to start looking at it as, wow, the bank loaned me this money. Chase Bank loaned me $10,000 and I used it. And it was a tool to help me start my business. It was a tool to help me grow my business. And I'm gonna look at it as a loan. And with that loan, I'm going to work to pay it off. And I'm so excited that I had that loan because I have all this beautiful inventory. And guess what? Inventory turns into cash. Boom. Okay. Look at your walls. Look at your racks. That is cash sitting there right in front of you. It's cash. It's things that are waiting to turn into cash. Okay. All you need to do is turn that into cash. And so this is where the conversation about credit cards becomes empowering. It becomes more about it being a tool for you to grow rather than a crutch, rather than a source of negative feelings, rather than, well, that's how I buy my inventory and I hope to then be able to pay it off at the end of every month. It's just not a good business plan. It's really a situation where you're constantly in this scarcity mindset. And so as much as I'm like, credit cards are fine. You need an investment. It also like there's a line where it turns into not being a good thing. It turns into a line where like it is bringing you shame or it is bringing you these negative feelings. And like that's where we have to transform it. That's where we have the opportunity to decide to look at this differently. Okay. So no matter where you are, and listen, even if you wrote in the comments like, oh my God, I I never use credit cards. I'm debt free, blah, blah, blah. Okay. You're debt free, but how cash positive are you? That's my challenge to you guys. The ones who are like, I don't have a credit card. Okay. How much money do you have a savings account? How much money do you have in your tax savings account? How much money do you have in investments? How much capital do you have? If a store did open down the street and you were like, you know what? I want to move in there. Or you know what? My business is growing and I need a down payment for a warehouse. Do you have that ready to go? Okay. So there's sort of this neutral line 
And I think about it as, okay, so you're out of debt, great, but how are you building wealth now? How are you building a stable business for the future? What does that look like for you? And so to me, that's the next conversation that I want to have is about building wealth and starting small doing it. <laughs> you're like, oh my God, Emily, you're using the wealth? What do you think we are, billionaires over here? Well, yeah, I would like to make you all millionaires. Like, hi, that's 100% possible. It's 100% possible for your business to be doing 1 million, 2 million, 3 million, 5 million, 10 million, and for you to have a really nice life because you make bank from that. You can pull a nice salary from that. Your taxes are paid. You know, your employees are paid. Things are taken care of. That is 100% possible. And that is where we're going, my friends, okay? That is the path that I'm trying to lead you down <laughs> because that's where we as women and we as business owners, hi to the guys, that's where we become leaders in our communities, in our families, in our churches, in our, you know, wherever we are, in our main streets, that's where we become leaders and that's where we are able to make a positive change in this world. And so while this whole conversation started about hiding your credit cards and how you have cash flow issues, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing is that the more money we all make, the more positive things we can bring to this planet, bring to our town. Okay. And so for me, Money doesn't necessarily equal wealth. Wealth doesn't equal like being a jerk or having a Lamborghini, whatever. You know what I mean? But being financially stable, building yourself up financially is really important. And it's really a key to being a business owner. When you hit a certain point in your business, then it's really about how do we build this to sustain? You know, there's... I'm, I'm looking at people who are in their twenties and building businesses. And I'm like, I wonder where you're going to be in 10 years. What is your life going to look like? Cause it could look really cool. If you keep going the way you're going, you know, it could look really cool. It could look really different. I know in my twenties, I never pictured myself doing what I've done thus far in my thirties. And so I want to encourage you to start thinking about what that looks like. Start thinking about what the next three to 10 years look like. And start really thinking about how when you get a handle, first of all, when you say, I can do this, I can manage my money, I am good at this, then next step, actually doing it, looking at your finances, looking at your money, taking those deep dives, understanding it, and then transforming it to the next level where it's like, all right, let's keep going. Let's build this. Let's build something big. Let's have it in 10 years. My life's going to look completely different. I'll leave you with that. Here's to making lots of friends. Friends are the most important. And here's to making lots of money. I'll talk to you guys soon. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Booster Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.